Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Luca Pete Show. It starts the 6th of April. And my name is Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Mr. Lukey Moore. How are you doing, Lukey Moore? What's going on? California, here we come. Oh, right back that's... where we started from. <laughs> that's what you've right. been, baby. Uh, have yet. I just got off the flight. God damn it. This is about as fresh from a plane as I think I've ever been, really. Um, Some bleached your bum hole and had an organic juice drink. Certainly did, yeah. There's a lot of... Um, I've been eating a lot of, like, candy Mexican candy with chilli in it so my bum hole is not bleached uh, it's, in <laughs> it's fact the it's, it's the opposite <laughs> very unbleached how, how was your trip how was the flight back overnight was it the red eye baby it was and it's um, I was alright because I, I was in I was in old old Yoffren and mine economy I thought this is going to be painful for 11 hours but because of the winds um we got back in about nine hours and um yeah i got a couple of hours sleep but uh, you know it's... it means it's bumpy though when the winds are behind you but the thing but well the thing is uh, luke uh, you know it's a, um, it's enormous privilege to uh, pop out there and watch wrestling shows and report on them and come back but this is the first day now i'm back um that i feel in any way rested <laughs> Yeah. Jet lag is it's boring to talk about, but it's very hard to do anything at all. Anything of anything. Because well, the clocks went forward last weekend and I'm still struggling from that. Exactly. So that was that compounded that. But I was just like, do you need to wake up at three o'clock in the morning? Do you really need to? So what did, we should did... do is put every country on the same time. I think so. And then, you know, California will just be known as the ones who are in the dark all the time, yeah. I think. It's fine. I mean, a lot of Los Angeles, you'd probably say, looks better in the dark because there's it's it's a failed town, in my opinion. Is that is that is that where um, is that is this how you announce that you're um, a big like Midwest Republican type? They, they <laughs> love having a pop at LA and New York, don't they? Yeah, they're LA. Well, but it's all usually like um, metaphor for the Jews, isn't it? Really, it's always or like because you know, they're not coast, outwardly hateful coast. to gay people. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, I, I just think that um, that obviously we spent most of our time uh, in Ubers. You know, we were waking up at like four o'clock in the morning, recording podcasts, doing a bit of filming, and then um, we had um, kind of uh, wrestling shows kicking off at about ten o'clock, eleven o'clock in the morning. So we were jumping in Ubers about nine because um, we were staying in West Hollywood in uh, ex Blue Peter presenter Richard Bacon's house. <laughs> and so, oh really? We were, you you so, started at his house? Is he still living there? 
he was he wasn't there at the time, so um, which made it easier on Mark, who is uh, his business partner. Nice <laughs> house, Ma- nice house. Richard Richard wasn't telling him what to do. Um, yeah, lovely, absolutely beautiful swimming pool. Went in there once, it's too too cold. Um, it was, but fundamentally, it was quite interesting in California because it was raining every day. Like it just rained pretty oh, really? much constantly. So that was a bit interesting. Um, it's kind of do, stopped do for the feel, two days of WrestleMania. Do you feel comfortable being the kind of person? That goes on holiday and stays in Richard Bacon's house. Uh, what do you? I, well, I don't feel comfortable staying in anyone's house, but I'm more comfortable when they're not there. I'd happily yeah, stay in your house, time. Luke, for for the night if you ever need a. Well, listen, now somebody came to my house, you wouldn't even let me buy you dinner or make you dinner, <laughs> and you were so dinner. hungry anyway that you ate a lot of biscuits on the way home. So I did, we yeah, all know what kind of house guest you are. <laughs> Considerate and hungry. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, will but- starve to death rather than have someone make you dinner. Correct, correct, I will. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, really so good So it trip. rained every day, that's, that's surprising. Richard Beckton's house is lovely, but it did rain every single day, which is not something I've ever experienced. It's been lovely the, here. On the West Coast. It's a lovely day today. It's absolutely beautiful. I've, I've got back, and um, I've been used to... So, so, the shared um, stewardship of uh, the dog Lola um, with Sarah's ex-partner, and so she goes away for a couple of weeks at a time. Now, I'd not seen... Because we've got a new puppy that is not shared so we can't get rid of him for two weeks <laughs> it's not shared <laughs> and and i'm used to a, a puppy a dog being puppy sized right i've just got back and lola the dog what a big dog she is she's absolutely fucking massive luke it's insane she's, she's only a border terrier though mate she's only a border ter- i know she's normal size but i'm like fucking hell this dog's massive is she, uh, how is she getting on with uh young sammy They've not met yet. That's going to be happening uh, tomorrow at some point. So, um, uh, yeah. look out for a, a mushroom yeah. cloud over South w- Bend. W- WFH, working from home. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> and and so. that could be that could be on the WrestleMania bill, presumably. That, that could be. Yeah, I mean, look if 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 the main event of and and to be honest, we've spoken about this uh, thing before. When um, I think it was Royal Rumble, whatever. Um, I think it was like it was Triple H and um, Batista were in the ring, and and Vincent Mann. Came came down to the ring, uh, stepped at the ring and, and blew his quads out. Oh, yeah, and his um, son did it. And his son did it at the weekend as well. It was the best bit of WrestleMania. Everything else was just a bit like, uh, yeah, whatever. But watching Shane McMahon come down, do his little dance, try and do a frog splash and, and, and uh, or whatever it was, and, and blow his both of his knees out, and then The Miz, who is a wrestler that me and Mark cannot stand... Uh, basically, just try and figure out what they're going to do because Snoop they Dog didn't expect to give an elbow drop from what I saw. Well, so Snoop Dogg saved WrestleMania. Snoop Dogg, I don't know how he got the information. I don't know whether this was the finish that was planned, but Snoop Dogg took hold of the situation um, and fucking bossed it. There's a peop- there's people that Mark knows who've worked with um, Snoop Dogg before on like you know daft you know comedy shows or whatever and because he's a rapper because you know people who kind of work in that game who come over to England um, and you know smoke a lot of weed let's face it um, people sort of think that they are uh, disinterested unfocused and you know blazing 420 out of their heads right and and they can't be trusted to sort of like follow um, uh, follow instructions and and in um, the way it, it, the way that Mark uh, tells it is that the people that have worked with Snoop Dogg say that they always go in sort of going right Snoop I need, I'm going to have to explain this to you three times because you're clearly smoking a big spliff and you're not going to remember this right yeah 
But every time Snoop Dogg's went, shut your mouth, I'm a fucking professional, and they, he's nailed it every single fucking time. And this is exactly what happened here. Nobody thought Snoop Dogg was going to be the man who said WrestleMania, and he fucking did, because he took control, he took it by the fucking collar and the scuff of the neck, and fucking elbow dropped the Miz, which is something we all want to see. <laughs> um, his, his Snoop Dogg's journey from, like, charging, and admittedly eventual acquittal mm. for murder in 1996 to mm. national treasure, is quite a journey. It is, yeah, and he, you know, doing cookery programs with other national treasures, etc. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's very strange because he's already in the Hall of Fame, and when he when he took off his glasses, when he took off his sunglasses before he um, elbow dropped uh, elbow dropped the Miz, um, he, he's old, isn't he? He's very oh, yeah. old. He certainly is. I mean, he's no, he's no spring chicken. He's also he's so not. skinny as well. Yeah. I remember seeing him in Starsky, not Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, I think it was Starsky and Hutch, that reboot with Ben yeah. Stiller and that. Yeah. Um, and Luke, whatever his name is. And he um, was, he. I just remember something, God, he's fucking tall, isn't he? And skinny and thin and weird yeah. looking. He's only 51, apparently. Is he? Wow, he looks older, yeah. to be honest. Oh, well, Married to the same lady since 1997 as well. That's nice. It's very That's interesting. Uh, and, um, I mean, 51, he does seem a lot older than that, but I guess, it, yeah, yeah, who knows. But um, <laughs> when you when you were flying back from California, the listeners would like to know, were there any incidents on the plane? Because you've got a pretty checkered past when it comes to this kind of thing. Uh, n- on my side, um, there was a man, I, I couldn't really see what was going on, uh, and I'd sort of dozed through a lot of it, but Mark told me that apparently a man was getting very upset because he felt like he was being poked. <laughs> what? A man and he was going he was poking me he was po- no I'm not going to calm down actually and his missus is going oh, just calm down just ignore it it's fine don't, don't, don't worry just have your dinner I'm not going to have my dinner he was poking me and and, 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 and apparently there's a big clonk and there's a bit of a kerfuffle um, and then he was he was just asleep for the rest of the, the journey so I, d- I don't really know what actually went on but um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in, uh, in commando not, just, just snapped his neck yeah, exactly. He's, he's, dead, he's dead tired. He's dead tired now. Um, yeah, did you so, did you prepare uh, yeah. your um your now customary um flying blister? No, no, I, I didn't damage myself in any way. Um, I uh, scratched the back of a car, uh, the car I was driving. Unfortunately, that's uh, very sad. I saw a picture of you in the hire car. It looked like it was too much car to handle for you. It was too much car to handle. It was a. Um, I don't know who's. What was that car brand that sponsored Manchester United? That's very American. Chevrolet. Chevrolet Malibu. It was. Um, I'd requested a Ford Fiesta. It was only two hundred <laughs> quid. I was like, I want a Ford Fiesta. I want something crap. I want something small. I want something handleable. Um, and they gave Mark me a doesn't fucking... drive either, right? No, no. And and, um, and uh, I don't. I don't. He. I think he didn't like my driving. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell. You could tell he was a little bit. And there's a red light. <laughs> oh, really? That's so funny. Um, yeah, but um, I think I was. But the thing is, like, my driving was fine. It was the backing out of Richard Bacon's blooming driveway that uh, bloody Richard I, I, Bacon again. Bloody Richard Bacon and his driveway. It was very, very tall. And I, ha- I was looking at the rear camera. But I just presumed that it would make a noise if I was approaching something, you know, scratchy and wally. But I didn't. I d- it didn't. Oh, and, there's and something just... on the camera. I'm going to reverse into that anyway. Yeah, exactly. I just it was confused. Everything. It, you know what? Like uh, architecture is out there. It's all kind of just like kind of sandy. You know, everything's sandy looking. Well, what I find with those um, with those kind of parking aids mm. is that they are good and they're, they're full of information, right? Yeah. But they also disavow you of all the kind of intuition you've built up over years. Yeah, exactly. So for me, with my car, it's a bit like, I know, really, if you took all the cameras away and all the beeps, 
I'd yeah. be fine because I'd have yeah. you'd build up a sense of what you can do and what you can't do. It just makes you more cautious. Once you get all these singing and dancing cameras and beeps, you're just like you're driving by by beep. Well, you, well, you've got kind of. Uh, I was very impressed with the length of your car. Like it was, it's a big, it's a big estatey sort of car, isn't it? Your car. And well, I didn't make it. I just bought it. There's no. nothing to be impressed by by me. Well, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's the sort of size you know those um, you know the wacky races where all those gangsters that that car that the gangsters drive. Yeah, and there's about ten of them in it. It looks like that. <laughs> it is, no, it is that car. Spacious. Yeah, it is that Very model. Spacious. Yeah, yeah. I but have, I have like um, eight little car two uh, mafia Ma- mafia men hanging men off the at side. all times. Yeah, but yeah, but it was. Um, but yeah, great trip, great wrestling um, from start to finish. Fucking great. We got to meet Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh, lovely. Um, and, um, uh, yeah. I'd put everyone... my mor- I would have put my mortgage on him being dead. Yeah, well, we, we the Bushwhackers um, were set oh, to be there. One of them there. died recently, right? One of them died yesterday. No, day before yesterday. Um, and he and, and Luke, I can't remember which one went, but um, we saw one of them. And it's, it's the Butch, one we, it? we've seen before. Butch, we saw one of them. Um, Luke. Is it Luke and Butch? Butch and mm. Luke, I think. Yeah. Is, we yeah. saw Luke um yesterday with like it he he's got like completely shaved hair. He's got like crew cut with like a kind of like a strip on the top. And it's and he's sort of coloured his hair. He's coloured every fibre of his hair, even though the fibres are very, very short with a crew cut <laughs> kind of configuration. And he's managed to get none of it on his skull. Fibres. It's pitch black and it looks absolutely bizarre. But he's done a lovely job. But it looks absolutely bizarre. It's 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 absolutely. I was great I was stuff. well surprised to see that um, Greg the Hammer Valentine and the Honky Tonk Man are both still alive. <laughs> yeah, Mark, and they had Mark a dream, kept... they had a tag team. I don't think they're called the Dream Team because Greg the Hammer Dream Team partner was Brutus Beefcake. But yeah, he def- mm. Greg the Hammer Valentine was definitely in a in a tag team with the Honky Tonk Man at one point. We saw all three um, swarthy, of those, very swarthy. All three of those uh, of those talents um, having breakfast at various times. And the thing about Honky Tonk Man, whenever you see him at these sort of things, he never has the suit on. <laughs> he just always has kind of like yeah. like those kind of like weightlifting sort of gym pants that men who used to work out in the eighties have Zubaz and stuff like that. Yeah. The kind of flappy kind of um, shell suit kind now, of yeah. stuff. I'm wearing a fair pair now, um, but I understand why they why most um, and all, in fact, uh, um, wrestlers have uh, bum bags. It's because their 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 gym gear doesn't have pockets. It's just yeah. not practical, and they're all the gym gear from the eighties. So they just like wear all the stuff they had back in the day. They should be wearing more modern stuff, really. Well, do you? I mean, what's honky tonky honky tonky man honky tonk man doing in you know lemon? Is it Lululemon? Sweaty Betty. Before we move on from your American trip, um, there's a question that no doubt the whole Luke and Pete Show community want to know the answer to, Mm. and that is how much Mr. Beast chocolate did you manage to uh, destroy on your trip? Disrupt, yeah. I mean, very uh, small little kind of um, setups in, in Walmart. Uh, with Mr. Beast. I mean, they looked, it looks, I can see why he's concerned about it looking messy because the default setting for those um, kind of little stands is quite messy. So he's only got himself to blame, Luke. It's terrible stuff. Did you make but, a purchase? Uh, well, I made some purchase on the chocolate when I was swizzing it around, making a mess. But you didn't, How, part, you didn't part with cash he, for any of it. How dare he mobilise it? Well, did you see um, it's uh, within about a day of um, KSI turning up at WrestleMania dressed as a big prime bottle? Um, getting smashed through a table by his friend Logan Paul. Um, he's, you know, said something dreadful. Yeah, um, I saw that. It's the WrestleMania effect. I saw that. Yeah. That wasn't great, yeah. was it? 
It, it wasn't great, and it's kind of like, how many people have seen that before it's gone out? How many people are in the fucking room? Astonishing behaviour. Yeah, but because, it's because they're all just in hock to them, aren't they? I mean, there's no, no one's going to be telling them what to do. It's not going to happen. Uh, they, haven't got the, they haven't got the robustness of a of a Luke Moore at their company, why is, have they? Why isn't the PR on the Why isn't the PR in the room telling them? Well, that can't go out. That's that's getting that's getting. Um, speaking of you, you disrupting the Mr Beast chocolate in the in the Walmart. And for those mm. of you who don't follow us on social media, you would not have seen that. But to put that right, you can do so at Luke and Pete Show. Um, <clears throat> I was in the kitchen the other mm. day, and the Wi Fi I have access to just called me through to the living room um, with some urgency. Uh, and I was like, okay, what's going on? So I just kind of jogged through, went in there, and she was on her phone, and she just went, Pete's in a Walmart. <laughs> and I was like, yes. she was like, where's the Walmart? And I was like, oh, it's, um, he's in, she thought you had a, you, she, you were discovering a Walmart. Walmart in the UK. I found and a I Walmart like, in the UK. No. Pete's in a Hooters. Where is it? It's not in there. <laughs> I think there's another one getting built in Burnley. Oh, they, they closed <laughs> the one down in Nottingham. There was always famously think- one in Nottingham. I think they closed that one down, yeah, and they're opening a new one in Burnley. Why Nottingham Burn- and Burnley? I do not know. There was always a great T-shirt you used to do around. I think it was a T-shirt, must have been, where it was a bloke um, saying, pleading with his wife to better go to Hooters by saying, I just really like the wings. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, Ugh. let's have a quick break. When we come mm. back, there's a couple of other bits I want to talk to you about, Peter, not least of all, uh, a piece of musical theatre you attended recently. Ooh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We're back at the Luke and Pete show. Luke's got things to talk about. <laughs> so he'd better start right now. Go. That's the, um, isn't that the, um, the elevator pitch for this show? It is, yeah. Luke's got a few things to talk about. So, so as promised before the break, everyone listening knows you're a massive fan of um, "Bat Out of Hell." Yeah, not the not the um, song or the album. Um, it's it's very much just the musical theatre show, "Bat Out of Hell" in the currently, West End. Um, currently playing in the West End. Is it playing mm. at the theatre that used to have the big Freddie Mercury statue outside it? No, no, oh no, 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 no. They've they, they've done the world tour, and I think they've taken the world tour set. To, and popped it in a theatre next to the London School of Economics in. Oh, it's Ridge. called the Peacock Theatre. I just read it's, it. It's it's way off. It's way off West End now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, um, news came in last week that um, a performance of uh, "Bat Out of Hell" at the Peacock Theatre in the West End of London mm. uh, was halted after a audience member started dishing out quite heavy abuse to all his fellow <laughs> audience members. Right. Including calling them fucking cunts yeah. and being thrown out by security. And all I'm saying is, I know that you have seen it. Uh, the guy seems to have some kind of northern accent. Uh, <laughs> and as he was leaving the theatre, he shouted, mm. I'm having fun. Let me fucking enjoy myself. And I yeah. just thought, all the boxes are ticked. <laughs> is it possible that um, my co host and long term friend and colleague, Pete Donson, was to blame? Yeah, let, just let me have some fucking fun. These fucking cunts, Luke. 
Oh, <laughs> Apparently someone else stood up in the seat behind him and threatened to fucking batter him before he <laughs> shouted back, this is my fucking seat. And then, and then some woman shouted just the word shameful. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was aiming it at the, at the, at the, uh, the, at the um, uh, people who were acting. Um, Absolute I mean, radio DJ. Uh, Sarah Champion shouting shameful at <laughs> shameful her. Peter <laughs> did it I mean I would love to know at what point this was happening like whether it was the you know at the start I hope it wasn't the in the quiet bit if I'd do anything for love that'd be very disrespectful <laughs> well that, well, they sort of wait I, I think I said when I watched it um, I would do anything for love um, but I won't do that and it's kind of like so, and then you only get to sooner or later you'll be, you'll be screwing it's a great bit that the woman it who sings great. that bit, I don't know who she is, but back in the day, she was brilliant. Yeah, she was great. Um, not the woman in the video, I seem to recall. <laughs> they just replaced her with Oh, it's not. It just replaced her with her model, right? Yeah. Okay, terrible. right. That makes sense. But, um, but uh, sooner or later, you'll be screwing around. I and, won't do that. And the lead, um, which I believe was called Strat, um, yeah. gave enough of a pause for a woman from the audience to shout, he fucking will, or he will. Oh, I um, hate that. I hate that. Do you, though? Because Gar- and like, Sarah's like, oh, that's amazing um, freestyling. And I was like, they must get that every fucking night, surely. Everywhere, all around the world, people shouting, he will. I like, don't like it. Surely. I just I just feel like, I feel like, I don't like people shouting out stuff. Right. I uh, know people think no. of me as quite a belligerent human being and, that, and to yeah. some extent they are very very spot on with that but mm. I just, I, in, in a social kind of public environment yeah i'm not i'm not down with that you saw you see it quite a lot weirdly you see that a lot in um with british wrestling fans right over in america that like whenever you're in a crowd where there's a lot of british wrestling fans people will just be doing their fucking gags and i'm like just shut your fucking mouth Shout, scream, clap, do whatever you want to do, mm. but I don't hear your fucking funny jokes about wrestling because they're not funny because you're a fucking dweeb like the rest of us. You know. <laughs> did you? How did you feel about it when we used to do ramble live shows and people would shout out? I mean, bearing in mind, by the time you get to like your third or fourth gig, you kind of know what you're doing. Yeah. So you can roll with the punches a little bit, but on the first one, you're like, I don't know what's happening. Stop shouting and and you've and we got into a kind of a bit of a rhythm of kind of listening to them. And Marcus was pulling out his classic, um, you know, I remember my first drink uh, lines. It works for that stuff. It does, it does work, yeah. People yeah. like that. People like that. People inexplicably haven't heard it before. Uh, and Spellsy gets away with it. And that's the annoying thing. Oh, I don't like other people doing funny jokes when I'm on stage as well. Spellsy gets away with it. Spellsy gets away with it. Well, listen, what I, what I would normally say if people were shouting out um, in the early part of our live show is I would say, do you want to still be sat in this auditorium mm. for the probably third or fourth best piece of physical comedy from Pete Donaldson you're ever going to see in your life? Because mm. that is coming up, and that's where the stakes are at the moment. They're so high that you could get ejected from this auditorium and yeah. never see Pete Donaldson do probably a 15-metre knee slide on the freshly varnished stage. And then try to do a kip-up and then fail. Yeah, exactly. Still, still not be. Able, I, I think um, you, you and your uh, the the wife you have access to, um, try to teach me how to do a a kip up. And um, it wasn't me. I was nothing to do. But I've never done one in my life. But maybe <laughs> yeah, can but do it pretty easy. You, yeah, yeah. You like maybe could like we'll be able to help you. And I, and and she, and I just can't do it. I just couldn't do it. Mimi's really Mimi's like physical prowess in athleticism and stuff is genuinely upsetting. Mm, because yeah. I remember, I remember, I went to a personal training session I was doing um, 
through COVID because the gyms weren't open. Mm. And um, at one point, we got onto the stage at the end of each session. I did it with Laura Kirk, actually. who used to present Berkhamstead Revisited. Um, mm. She lives quite near me. We're still good friends. And um, at the end of each session, we'd do a plank, right? Mm. And I was I was building up each time. So yeah. and obviously, I'm quite a big fella, so it's quite tough. And I think I got to the point where I got to like a minute and a half, which I know is like pathetic, but for me, it was quite a big achievement. Um, I told uh, Mimi about it. In the kitchen with her slippers on, without <laughs> any kind of introduction, she did seven minutes. I mean, like, that's unhelpful, though, isn't it? Yeah. It was, that, it was demeaning. That, I literally yeah. went for a wee and came back and she was still doing it. I mean, could you not? Could she not have stopped at two minutes? Because seven is, is rubbing it in for me. Oh, that's well, then, well done. Exactly what she's like. <laughs> She will hammer home an advantage, and that's why I love and respect her. <laughs> <laughs> There's no mercy, mate. There's absolutely no mercy. Uh, but on, on on the um, on the shouting out thing from that from that bat out of hell uh, play, I remember we did a show at the Gramercy in New York, and there was mm. that drunken Irish guy who just kept screaming out. Do you remember that? I, I don't remember because I think I was the drunken Northern man. <laughs> I was yeah, on a great next time. To me. Um, <laughs> He was just—he just kept screaming and shouting, right? And it was annoying. Yeah. And then later on, we went for a drink afterwards, and some people tagged along. He was one of them. He was like, "Yeah, I've had a great time." He was like, "It's brilliant, wasn't it?" I was like, "All right, mate." He did shut up shouting the whole fucking show, like, like loads of people have paid to be there as well. He's yeah. had absolutely no shame about it whatsoever. So, I guess Maybe some like people crowd- just like that. Uh, is crowd work more um, in, in stand-up comedy? Is it is it kind of is it a bit more like it? I don't know. Do, do people what, do in, it in America? In America? Mm, I don't I've know. never been to a stand-up show in the US. I don't really know. <sighs> I, I hate watching. I hate watching um, comedian deals with heckler on like the Instagram search <laughs> yes. page. It's so cringe every time. Why is it so cringe all the time? Why are there no good comedians? I mean, we've been through this before. Yeah, you I, hate I me you saying to, that. That's why I, I said think it. You need to, I think you need to hang out with some comedians just to... You know, no way. Down. Are you mad? No <laughs> fucking way. Uh, yeah, like a little inoculation so you don't get so upset about it. Um, speaking of... I can't link that. Batteries. It's time for some batteries. It's Thursday. So every single uh, Thursday, we uh, get pictures. We get submissions uh, via uh, hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. Sometimes the Twitter as well. Uh, they get involved that way. Um, if you found a battery that has an interesting name, an interesting smell, an interesting taste, or an interesting physical uh, appearance, do let us know. All right. And maybe you can join the Battery Hall of Fame. Hello from Melbourne, Australia, says Jordan. Here's a battery I found at work in what can only be described as an office-appropriate Swingers key ball, aka a large glass ball in the middle of the office filled with bent paper clips, broken staple refills too small to ever be used, uh, and large quantities of keys that far exceeds the number of filing cabinets in the office. Buried amongst these treasures is this a COS COS Alkaline AA battery. Never heard of this brand before, and therefore have set my expectations far too high in hopes of a new player entry. Jordan is COS a new player, Lukey. They are a new player. Congratulations hey, to you, Jordan. Stuff. Fantastic. All the way from Melbourne, Australia, which is pleasing. Yeah, very, very pleasing. pleasing. And, and and lovely to be reminded of um sort of broken staple refills as well. Yeah. Because once they once you sort of you've 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 kind of snapped off too many, they get too small and then they're just wasted. They must be like an absolute yeah. um EU staple mountain of, of, of these kind of staples that are too small to be used in a staple gun or a staple er. Yeah, Terrible. it's 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 food for thought. Uh, mm. Melbourne is supposed to be the coolest place in Australia, right? I don't know. I've never been. I think it's like a trendy place. 
Right, okay. It's the I Shoreditch think. of... My my um, town was described as the Shoreditch of uh, Essex, which I'm not particularly uh, comfortable with, to be honest. Yeah, I, I saw that as well, actually. I, I wouldn't <sighs> say Melbourne's the Shoreditch of... I mean, because Melbourne is its own city, right? Yeah. Imagine, imagine the coolest bit of Melbourne would be... Seattle. It's the Seattle of Australia. Oh, that's a good way of putting it, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's a good way yeah. Of it. um, and, and what did they mean when they said that your area is the Shoreditch of Essex? Because that could mean a number of things, couldn't it? Bad facial hair. I think they just saw me walking around. No one takes the bins. No one takes the bins, yeah. yeah. Just a lot of drug use. It's yeah, noisy it's all the time. Um, <laughs> anyway, good new player for Jordan. Congratulations well to you. and Thank you for taking the, uh, taking the time and making the effort to send us that battery. Fantastic news. Lovely. Daniel has come in with um, a pair of batteries, in fact. A couple of batteries. I'll chance my arm with, he says. Pretty sure Aerocell has been sent uh, 2,000 times, but I don't recall hearing Alza mentioned. Alza Power. It's a super alkaline battery. It's double A, and it's got a lovely kind of mint green and white black um, motif on it. I love the colour the colour scheme of Alza Power, don't you? Mm. Uh, yes, I do. I, I like, I've always enjoyed... That lovely minty green, because it reminds me of the colours of a Polo Mint uh, logo. Yeah, no, I think it's a great mm. colour as well. Nice. Um, Aerosel, you are, I think, the 19th person to send that in, Daniel, so nowhere <laughs> near close oh, well. on Aerosel. But the Alza Power is indeed a new player as well. Lovely. Well done, everyone. That's Fantastic news. I mean, that's two out of two. Or two out of three, I guess, if you count mm. the Aerosel, which I'm not. Two out of three ain't bad. There um, we go. Mike Jones, not that one. Um, <laughs> Who is that one? Spike Jones, I think. Uh, uh, morning, gents. I have been listening for a while and recently came across these batteries for the remote controls on our works gates. Both are um, 23 amp alkaline batteries, 12 volt. Those little kind of weird in between double A's, in between uh, 9 volt um, kind of batteries where the, the poles are on the same side. Uh, Liab or Lieb and Unicell. Probably not new players, but I can live in hope. L I A B or L-I-E-B. It's not entirely sure. I think I'd probably err on the side of Liab uh, and also Unicell, yeah. which sounds like um, you, you, you've had your um, bits chopped off. Like a eunuch. Unicell. Yeah. yeah, like a eunuch. Um, why do they always say alkaline on them? I don't know. Maybe it's... it's I don't know. I, I have no idea. Maybe it's just... It's, the word alkaline probably has a little bit of a... Um, like a veneer of respectability, or maybe yeah. they used something that's not alkaline. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe acid batteries is not a good look. No, for, you for don't want to hear that because like acid batteries are like car batteries, isn't it? They're the yeah. naughty ones. Oh, fair proper, enough. Yeah, they're the naughty proper, ones. Proper naughty ones. They sit at the back of the class. Mm. Um, so they're both new players as well. So that's three mm. new players this mm. week alone. It's incredible to think that's of. Really, incredible. after all this time, we're still finding batteries that no one's ever seen before. Well done, Mike Jones. Um, also, Mike Jones asks, as a little postscript to that email, does Pete do the continuity voiceover for the Blaze TV channel? No, but I'm open to offers. Um, well, I've never Craig, even heard of that channel. Craig Charles UFO conspiracies, evidence of the unexpected. I'm looking at the website. Storage Wars, Porn oh, Stars. Oh, Porn Stars and Storage Wars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's, I mean... It's kind of the under the... I, I would... I mean, it's part of the E&E networks, I think, so... I don't know whether that's part of something else. Any networks? Can I yeah. ask a potentially quite naive question? And that is, how do those channels make any money? Yeah, I, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, I, I, I mean, I suppose... Certainly, like, Discovery have started doing, like, pay channels, haven't they? Started, it's not pay channels, but they've always had pay channels. But they started doing, like, subscription services and stuff. But 
like Blaze Channel. It's like um, I guess yeah, that but Discovery are massive, channel, aren't they? They're like a yeah, massive, massive, massive yeah, company. Yeah, they own like everyone, don't they? You respond and stuff, but like yeah. I just like Blaze. I, I, I mm, who's paying for that? Because when, when I so if I catch any kind of daytime TV and what I see like room? adverts for home alarm systems and yeah. life insurance, I kind of Funeral. often it's I often yeah. assume that's. Um, like a just like an extra bonus added advertising for people who who advertise on big main TV shows. What do you, you reckon that, that whole network? Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe you're advertising elsewhere on the uh, other part of of their network, sort of thing, owned by A and E, who are owned by Disney, and so so they so they own A and E, History, Lifetime, and FYI, whatever the hell FYI is. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, it sounds like very much like that's probably one of those channels where. Adverts get added in, but then you don't know how many people people like watching porn stars. My dad certainly watched shit like that all day. And um, how how can they seriously be thinking about retaining an audience and therefore making money if they've not mm. got Pete Donaldson doing the continuity voiceover? Damn straight. Can Damn you give us straight. an example of porn stars? Can you do a porn stars just example like show real type try? What is porn stars about? Is it porn stars UK or porn stars? It's like when that... they people sell shit, don't they, to right. make money? Right. It's 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 filmed in Sealand in Flintshire in Wales. The day-to-day activities of pawn shop Regal Pawn, collaboratively run by yeah, it's just it's just it's just a spin-off of Pawn Stars, isn't it? So, oh, a lot of first seasons of Pawn Stars, twenty seasons, five hundred and seventy-seven episodes. Do a continuity voiceover example so that Blaze could tap up. Coming up next, someone selling something for drugs on Pawn Stars. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. All right, cool. it's pretty good. <laughs> Anyone who's listened to a Ramble Football Ramble sponsorship. We'll, we'll recognise that. <laughs> uh, um, I remember my first ever introduction. Blaze, a man's going to be selling a guitar for crack only on Pawn Stars. They're not going to be very happy with that. What? No, they won't. <laughs> They're not going to um, take me on, are they? The first ever Spotify advert I ever heard was you doing a, a, a voiceover for Green Day's latest album. Mm. We're all premium nowadays, though, aren't we? Oh, big time. It's, it's, Spotify's one of those ones that yeah, I barely use, but it's, uh, it should be the first to go. Because I, I only ever use it to play podcasts, usually, I think. Yeah, it's a good. No, I I, I do listen to a lot app. of music on it. Mm. Um, although um, Neil Young had the last laugh the other day because uh, you know he took all his music off of Spotify because of Joe Rogan. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I thought to myself, Neil, what are you doing? And I just didn't. Listen, I just didn't listen to Neil Young music for ages after that. And then the other day it occurred to me that I hadn't listened to him for a long time and I ended up buying three of his albums. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's had the last <laughs> laugh there. He's played the long game and it's worked out yeah. bloody well for him. Certainly has. Brilliant. Anyway, that's probably all we've got time for uh, today, but we will be back on Monday for more of this. We've got some great emails that we do need to get to. Yes. Um, uh, Richie's been in touch and um, there's an anonymous email here, which is always a good thing. Um, loads of great stuff in the, in the email inbox. So we'll get to that on Monday. Uh, we'll do our very best to anyway. But in the meantime, have a lovely weekend. Look after yourselves. Enjoy this um, this um, increase increasingly warm weather if you're living in the northern hemisphere and um, we'll see you again soon ta-ta Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.